Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Breaking away back to speed by the time you reach 32, so be prepared for the brake check. Nothing in the northbound direction. We have a crash on 66. It's actually, if you're in Ballston and Fairfax Drive, uh, Ballston, to get to 66 westbound on the ramp, you're going to stay to the left to get by. Also in Virginia, Route 1, Fort Belvoir. It's a northbound crash near the Penn's Gate. Police were marked on scene. Watch for any direction. Anything, I tell you, you could come at at speed. Less, 2915 in Bealton, Fauquier County. It's a southbound crash between 17 Opal and Covington's Corner. Truck crash blocking the roadway. Follow police direction. Jingle all the way covers the south half of the mall. Check out WTOP.com and the WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit WindowNation.com. Mary DePompa, WTOP Traffic. Rain will move in in a couple of hours and then it will be steady to moderate throughout most of the day. And rain eventually picks up this evening with a front moving through. Winds will be gusty out of the south between 15, 25 miles per hour, then changing out of the northwest tonight. Colder air, maybe a rain-snow mix for some of us after midnight. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans in the First Alert Weather Center. 55 in Roslyn, 54 in Potomac, 56 degrees in Lafon Plaza downtown at 659 on WTOP. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good morning, I'm Dan Ronan. Coming up on WTOP, expect a wet, windy Sunday as rain moves closer to the WTOP listing area. The jingle all the way, 5K and 15K is going to be going starting just in a little bit. Road closures are in place. Why parents in Prince George's County want... An adequate number of crossing guards at every school. I'm Heather Gustafson. Retail theft is on the rise. It hits small businesses the hardest. This is Kyle Cooper. A big win for the Capitals downtown. They defeat a division rival. It's 7 o'clock. CBS is next. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Staples. I'm Peter King. It's daylight in central Tennessee, and cleanup is resuming after tornadoes that hit the Nashville and Clarksville areas yesterday. They killed six people, injured at least 36. WTVF-TV meteorologist Bree Smith describes damage in Hendersonville, just northeast of Nashville. There's a Halloween store, which the roof has caved in. Significant damage to the automobile center behind Walgreens on Main and Indian Lake. The Raising Canes that was under construction, the top of it is is darn near gone. And in streets, the bricks are literally in the streets on Main Street. The mayors of Nashville and Clarksville have declared states of emergency. More than 44,000 customers are without power in the region. Forecasters say the system that spawned those twisters stretches from the Florida Panhandle to northern Pennsylvania. An ill-fated appearance before Congress leads to a pair of resignations at an Ivy League school. Here's CBS's Bradley Blackburn. University of Pennsylvania's President Liz McGill is now resigning amid outrage over her answer in a congressional hearing. She was asked if calling for the genocide of Jews violated Penn's code of conduct. It is a context-dependent decision. The presidents of Harvard and MIT have also been criticized for their remarks and face calls for their resignation. The chairman of Penn's Board of Trustees has also quit. Los Angeles Dodgers 
Dodgers manager Dave Roberts tipped the team's proverbial hand when he told reporters last week the Dodgers had met with baseball's premier free agent. But we're trying to position ourselves uh, in the best possible way. Shohei Otani should help them do just that. Here's reporter Erica Herskowitz. The mystery is over. Two-way superstar Shohei Otani is headed to the Dodgers. He came to terms on a record-breaking deal with L.A. Ten years, $700 million. The most sought-after player in free agency made that announcement on Instagram Saturday, apologizing for taking so long to come to the decision and publicly thanking fans and the Angels organization. Where he played for six years, the Texas Supreme Court has temporarily stayed a lower court ruling that would have allowed a woman to have an emergency abortion because of a possibly fatal condition. CBS's Jared Hill. Trial attorney David Berg, a member of the Texas Bar, says Cox meets the exception under the law. Her doctors say her pregnancy is not viable, and she has a risk for multiple complications. It's an unsigned order from the court, but generally what that means is that the Supreme Court sees merit in the state of Texas opposition to the uh, to the order. But State Attorney General Ken Paxton argued Cox had not demonstrated that she would suffer immediate and irreparable harm. This is CBS News. Staples stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. 7.03 on Sunday, December 10, 2023. 55 degrees right now. Expect rain and wind today. Highs in the 60s. Good morning. I'm Liz Anderson. The top local stories we're following this hour. It's going to be a wet Sunday. You can expect widespread and heavy rain today. A system is on the way to our area. We could see between one and three inches or so, along with some gusty winds. Also, the possibility of a rain-snow mix for areas west of Highway 15 later on. It isn't expected to accumulate, though. But you can always keep it here for the latest forecast on the 8s. If you have to drive near the National Mall, well, get ready for lots of redirection. Several downtown streets are going to be closed, actually are already closed, for the Jingle All the Way 5K and 15K race. And those races get underway next hour in the 8 o'clock hour. Many of those closures have already started. They'll be around the National Mall, but will extend westward to the Rock Creek Parkway through noon. You'll also find some blocked-off ramps on the Potomac Freeway and the East Street Expressway. Vehicle access to East and West Potomac Park. Parks will also be restricted for this race, and you can expect parking restrictions near the Tidal Basin, the Kennedy Center, and both the Lincoln and Jefferson Memorials. You can find a full list of closures at WTOP.com, and of course, stick with us later this morning as we update the closures with traffic and weather. A tragedy took the lives of two young students at Riverdale Elementary School in Prince George's County last month. The 10-year-old and 5-year-old were walking in the crosswalk near the school on Riverdale Road when they were hit by a van making a left turn. Now, several parents le- parent-led groups in the area are backing a call-to-action letter. There's a lot of schools that have unsafe walking conditions for pedestrians, issues with 
drivers not stopping at stop signs. Now, parent-led groups representing 11 schools in the district say they are doing something about the safety issues by backing a call-to-action letter demanding that county leaders make the walk to school safer. There's no greater priority than the safety of our kids. Timothy Meyer, the president of Mount Rainier PTO, has been working with these 11 parent groups to lead the call to fill all the vacant crossing guard postings in the county by the first of next year. Figure out money elsewhere in the budget to make these the types of positions that are appealing to people and that they can actually fill. In Prince George's County, Heather Gustafson, WTOP News. A D.C. man is under arrest facing charges of soliciting a minor. Fairfax County police were contacted by the victim's parents saying their child got several illicit images on Snapchat from someone named Alex. Police were able to link digital footprints to devices which they say 48-year-old Brian Dolan used to solicit the victim. Dolan charged with three counts of solicitation of a minor and production of child pornography. He's being held at the Fairfax County Adult Detention Center without bond. Detectives believe there could be more victims. They're asking anyone with additional information to contact them directly. Ralph Fox, WTOP News. Another business along the 8th Street corridor is shutting its doors, the second one to do so within the past month. The Pursuit Wine Bar and Kitchens owner provided 7 News with the letter he posted for customers. It says their doors will close this coming Sunday, December 17. Just less than a month ago, a seafood restaurant shut down its 8th Street and DuPont Circle locations. Those closures for multiple reasons. The increase in violent crime among them. 7 News got a hold of data from MPD that shows a 26 percent spike in violent crime in the half mile surrounding the Pursuit Wine Bar and Kitchen since last year. The organization H Street Main Street is working to keep businesses along the corridor. They're also working with D.C. police who have stepped up bike patrols in the area to deter crime. 2023 has been an even worse year for retail theft than last year. Some local small business owners say it really hits them hard. Joanne Wonderly owns a small business in Manassas. Her cash register was taken, and for her, it was about more than the money. You know, I've worked so hard here. We all do as small businesses. You know, you work very hard, and you walk in, and somebody just thinks they have the right to come in and just take whatever they want from your personal space. Kevin McIntyre runs Samson Protection Service. He says right now people are feeling hopeless, so they steal and sell the items to buy food and other things they need to get by. Police also say some people just steal for street cred posting stolen items on social media. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather in money news, the drug business is gorging on anti-obesity medications. It is 7.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's go to Mary DePompa in the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning, Mary. Hey, good morning, Liz. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday to you, too. Thank you, ma'am. We're going to start out in Maryland. Only a couple things to watch for. It's a Sunday morning, so if you're out and about, I think the main thing this today will be the weather. So stick around and find that timing as we have rain moving in and supposed to last with us. But 95 in Maryland, the crash was northbound about a quarter mile before you reached 216. They were cleaning up before exit 35 along the left side. So no delays from what we can tell. You may come at anything at speed. Just be prepared north before 216 along the left. Also south on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, the crash between 175 and 32. 
You are staying to the right to get by. They, too, are cleaning up, and that's it. Nothing else. Maryland roadways, the bigger roadways run well. We do have a crash still in Sandy Spring on 650 New Hampshire Avenue near 108. You will follow direction. There was a rollover crash at one point blocking the entire roadway, so follow police direction there. Flipping the coin into Virginia, Big roads are running pretty well. 66 if you're on Fairfax Drive out of Boston to go west 66 on your ramp. Stay to the left to get by. That's a crash. Route 1, Fort Belvoir was north near the Penn State. That wreck had police on scene. They should be out of your travel. In Bealton, Fauquier County, 2915 south, the truck crashed between 17 Opal and Covington's Corner was blocking the road. Follow police direction. Secure critical missions with Wiz for Government, a unified cloud security solution for effective risk reduction and readiness in the cloud. Learn more at wiz.io. That's W-I-Z dot I-O. Married to pump the WTOP traffic. The 7 News First Alert meteorologist Jordan Evans. Periods of rain today with highs in the low 60s. Southwest winds gusting up to 25 or even 35 miles per hour, but the winds will be even stronger as the front moves through. Later this evening, that'll be out of the northwest. Some of those gusts may reach 45 miles per hour. Rain will be heavy at times, potentially one to three inches of rain once this is done by early tomorrow. And even the chance for a rain-snow mix for some of us after midnight. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans in the First Alert Weather Center. And right now, the rain is approaching our area. There there appears to be some around Front Royal and a little bit around Winchester, and it's approaching Culpeper. And right now, it's 55 degrees at DuPont Circle, 53 in Germantown, 55 in Annandale. The forecast brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money News at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Andrew O'Day. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. The drug business has been infected with the fear of missing out. I mean, it's just everybody's going for this uh, this obesity market. Bloomberg reporter Eric Fanner talking about the fresh entry into the race to make the most effective treatment in the class of GLP-1 drugs to treat obesity, forecast to become as much as a $100 billion business by the end of the decade. In recent weeks, we've seen AstraZeneca get into the act. We've already had Pfizer. Of course, the big players are Novo Nordisk and Eli. Lily. So you've got at least four big ones. Now Swiss drug maker Roche has made its move, reaching a deal to buy Carmet Therapeutics of Berkeley, California. Obviously, $3.1 billion by pharma industry standards is not huge. I mean, you see this kind of thing for a small biotech often. The modest price, by pharmaceutical standards, reflects tempered expectations. These drugs that Carmot has under development are pretty early stage, right? They're not close to market. But Fanner says just having something in the anti-obesity space to work on makes Roche a real player on a still pretty thin list. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Andrew O'Day on WTOP. Coming up on WTOP, the U.N.'s annual climate change conference ends in a couple of days. Some outcomes of the meeting so far. It's 7-12. Switch to Verizon and you'll save. Get in the holiday spirit, D.C. Verizon has an extra gift for you this season. You can save a lot. Get a $200 Verizon gift card when you join with one line. And get a phone on us with select trade-in and unlimited ultimate. Great deals from Verizon. Great deals from Verizon. There's never been a better time to switch. But this offer won't last forever. So hurry in. Switch to the network America relies on. Get a $200 gift card and a phone on us with select trade-in and unlimited ultimate. Visit your local Verizon store today. 
999.99 device payment or full retail purchase with new smartphone line on unlimited ultimate plan required per phone. $200 Verizon e-gift card with port in per line. Less $1,000 trade-in slash promo credit applied over 36 months. Promo credit ends if eligibility requirements are no longer met. 0% APR. The power's out at our house. Ah, coffee table. But since our family has storm-ready Wi-Fi from Xfinity, we can stream or game in the dark. Oh, who moved the couch? So that's what we're doing right now, in fact, is I try and feel around for a seat. Ah, here we go. Oh, cactus? Can I get a little help over here? Yeah, bro, just let me finish this boss battle. Sure, go ahead. Medic! Now you can get fast, reliable internet on the Xfinity 10G network and get storm-ready Wi-Fi when you upgrade, so you can stay connected for up to four hours, even when the power goes out. Only from Xfinity. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Storm-ready Wi-Fi limited to customers within range of 4G LTE cellular signal. Speeds reduced to 30 slash 7 megabits per second. Actual speeds vary. For more details, visit Xfinity.com slash storm-ready. Coming up... Thanks to a fast start, Caps Bury the Rangers. Sports in 10 minutes on WTOP. Sometimes when it rains, it pours. Let WEPA be your umbrella and protect you when times get rough. WEPA offers both group term life and short-term disability insurance to help protect your family in any circumstance. Have confidence knowing that WEPA is there to help weather any storm. Visit WAEPA.org to learn more. WAPA. For feds, by feds. My hospital stay would have cost $25,000, but with VA healthcare, it's free. My education would have cost $42,000, but with VA benefits, my books, tuition, and housing are all covered. The down payment for my home would have been $74,000, but with my VA home loan, my down payment was zero. My service was then... My benefits are now. Get what you earned. Visit choose.va.gov. Not all veterans are eligible for the type or amount of benefits mentioned here. This is WTOP News. It's 715. I'm Liz Anderson. Thanks for being with us. Well, the annual United Nations Climate Change Conference, known as COP28, is meeting in the United Arab Emirates, and it comes to a close on Tuesday. Now, here to discuss the meeting's outcome so far is Kieran O'Leary, Director of Analysis at Emergent Risk International. Good Sunday morning to you, Kieran. Good morning, Liz. So uh, COP28 has been meeting in Dubai for about two weeks, nearly two weeks now. What's come out of those talks so far? The, the COP28 meeting, like other COP meetings, has been criticised as a bit of a talk fest. There's an opportunity for fossil fuel producers to greenwash their behaviour. And this meeting's not done a lot to improve that reputation. The biggest announcement so far is what's known as a loss and damage agreement, which is supposed to compensate developing countries for the effects of climate change and to encourage them to build their own climate change programs. But those countries suffer nearly $400 billion a year in losses and COP28 has only raised about $700 million uh, to address those uh, those damages. So it's unlikely to change anyone's behavior yet. And so another question, President Biden chose not to attend this year's meeting with Vice President Kamala Harris attending instead. What was the U.S. able to bring to this year's meeting? This year, the U.S.'s big contribution has been on methane reduction. After carbon dioxide, methane is the most uh, second most significant, significant greenhouse gas. And the U.S. has been a really important leader on developing what's known as the Global Methane Pledge, 
and 155 countries have agreed to cut their methane emissions by 30% in the next six years or so. And a lot of them are working with the US on how to do so. In fact, just before COP28, the Biden administration set out domestic rules through the EPA, which would cut methane emissions by up to 80%. Oh, wow, that's a lot. Um, so COP28 closes in a couple of days on Tuesday. Uh, what about any major last-minute agreements? Will there be any of those? And um, also what's next for international negotiations uh, when it comes to climate change? So back in 2015, the Paris Climate Conference set the goal of keeping the world below 1.5 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial temperatures. And EU uh, research out this week says 2023 was 1.46 degrees Celsius above those temperatures. So we're basically at that level already. And the last few days of COP28 are probably going to be dominated by discussions of whether the world will agree to phase out or phase down fossil fuels by 2050. It seems really unlikely that those big fossil fuel producing countries, including the US, are going to agree to phase out fossil fuels that fast. So the world will be looking out to next year's COP meeting, which is in Azerbaijan, to see what happens and Azerbaijan's another big fossil fuel producer. And that doesn't well for major policy shifts, Liz. Well, thank you so much, Karen. Uh, we look forward to uh, your perspective on, on the next topic. And always, as always, we enjoy having you on. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you, Liz. That's Karen O'Leary, Director of Analysis at Emergent Risk International. And a quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. Six people, at least six people, are dead after severe storms tore through central Tennessee on Saturday. About two dozen others had to go to the hospital as homes and businesses were damaged in multiple cities. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. And now we go to Mary in the traffic center. All right, Liz. It's a Sunday morning. Incidents down, but a few things to watch out for. On the Maryland side, we had a couple of issues. On 95 northbound before 216, uh, exit 35, the crash was being cleared along the left side. One was in the median, so watch for any flashing lights, but we believe your travel lanes should now be open. It was the Baltimore-Washington Parkway as well, running southbound. Uh, between 175 and 32, the crash was on the left side here, too, in the cleaning stages. But nonetheless, watch for any brake checks and flashing lights. That's it. Maryland big roadways run well. But in Sandy Spring, they're still working a crash. It was a rollover on 650 New Hampshire Avenue, both ways near 108. So part of the roadway closed following police direction. In Virginia, with big roads doing okay, we have an update 2915 in Bealton. at southbound after 17 Opal toward Covington's Corner. You can stay right to get past that truck crash. Mary DePompa, WTOP Traffic. Now to 7 News First Alert meteorologist Jordan Evans. Periods of rain today with highs in the low 60s. Southwest winds gusting up to 35 miles per hour, then eventually changing out in the northwest with even stronger wind gusts by 6 p.m up to 45 miles per hour. Then tonight, rain continues, but some of it will change over to snow as temperatures fall. I do think the rain moves out by early tomorrow, so once it's done, anywhere from one to two, some spots up to three inches of rain. And then Monday, it's mostly sunny and dry, but the winds stay up. Temperatures are cold in the 40s, so wind chills will be in the 30s throughout the day. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans in the First Alert Weather Center. And this rain is approaching our area. It looks like it's approaching the Culpeper area. And also there's some around Front Royal and Winchester. 
Right now, 55 degrees at DuPont Circle. It's 53 in Germantown, 55 in Annandale. The forecast brought to you by Lynn the Plumbing Heat, Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air, trusted same day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, a home in Montgomery County badly damaged in an overnight fire at 721. By now, you know that Vehicles for Change is the best place to donate your car. You maximize your tax deduction and your car may be provided to a local family so they can get a job and their children after school activities. And your car will be part of our training program for formerly incarcerated individuals. The end of the tax year is fast approaching. Now is the best time to make that donation. You will make this a wonderful holiday for a worthy family and maximize your tax deduction. Donate your car at vehiclesforchange.org. The following is a paid commercial message. This is Bishop Michael Burbage of the Catholic Diocese of Arlington. We are now in Advent, a time of preparation that directs our hearts and minds to the birth of our Lord at Christmas and ultimately the second coming of Christ at the end of time. Therefore, be vigilant, watchful, and alert as you become ready and prepared to meet the Lord. Use these next weeks to focus on what lies ahead. Tune out noise. Spend extra time in prayer and silence. Do not allow yourself to be weighed down and distracted by the cares of this world. Each day is one step closer to welcoming Jesus into our hearts as we celebrate his birth at Christmas. We will do so with joy if we are ready and prepared to embrace him. Dear friends, the time is near. Traffic takes a turn for the worse. You'll hear about it first on WTOP. Northbound 95 has been shut down in Maryland. Traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8s. I heard it on WTOP. WTOP News. Facts matter. This is WTOP News. It's 7:23. We're learning about a house fire that broke out just after midnight in Damascus. Montgomery County Fire and EMS say around 65 firefighters responded to a ranch-style home that went up in flames on Ridge Road. They were able to put out the blaze in about 20 minutes. All three people inside escaped without injuries, but there's significant damage to the home's garage and to one car. More than 300 children in foster care were guests at a holiday party Saturday afternoon where D.C. Police Chief Pamela Smith shared her personal experience as a child in foster care. The kids were dressed in the holiday spirit and the party featured music, games and a luncheon, along with words of encouragement from the city's police chief. It is my hope today that you see something in me that gives you hope that you can be anything that you put your mind to. Police Chief Pamela Smith told the kids her mom and dad were teenage parents in Pine Bluff, Arkansas, when she was fostered and adopted and later reconciled with her birth mom. Foster care advocates say the need is great. Chief Smith encourages those inclined to become foster parents. I would say if it's in your heart, please open up your home to these young people who really need stability. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. With many Americans out shopping this weekend for the holidays, CBS News correspondent Joy Benedict spoke with spoke with bank rate economist Mark Hamrick about consumer sentiment. Tis the season for spending, and a new survey shows shoppers are finding more joy in doing so. 
Consumer sentiment soared 13% this month. Consumer prices are still up 20% from pre-pandemic levels. Americans don't feel like they've been delivered from that evil of inflation. They merely feel as if it's not hurting them as much as it did before. But for some shoppers, it's enough relief to have them filling their bags with holiday cheer. Yeah, I'm 